This. This is, this is Diversified, Diversified Game. 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 A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. And AL. Focus more on execution and application and less on excuses. So, let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen, and today, you guys, I'm riding solo, but I'm not alone. You're not going to just hear me talk. I have Dr. Kenyon Meadows. Yes, I said doctor and oncologist. If I'm not mistaken, uh, radiology oncology is his specialty. He's also an author, because you know every doctor either wants to be an author or a pilot or a businessman. He's all (laughs) three. So, doctor, what's going on with you? Welcome to the show. Hey, Kellen, thanks for having me on. Appreciate that that uh, intro. Yeah, am I lying? How many do you know want to be business folks or <laughs> pilots? You know, oh, yeah, I'm a pilot on the weekend or something. I mean. Well, it's, it's funny. My first my first partner um, out of residency, uh, he, he was a pilot. Uh, he had his pilot license. I had a little little private, uh, little, little plane he would, would roll with. So, yeah, kind of true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I You know, we've we, we studied this, and um, I have a couple pilots in the family, and it was just always funny mm-hmm. when they'd be like training one of them at 13 the other one at 18 and it was like whoa you guys are always with doctors but it is kind of expensive to fly so it makes sense when you want to you know do your thing but what we want to talk about right now is your youtube channel the invest doc where you are teaching people who may not have a doctor's salary how to start investment can you go and tell us how did you you know with your busy schedule jump into being a youtuber well, yeah, so, so it's a new channel, like you mentioned, uh, investdoc.com slash uh, YouTube. And yeah, the focus of the channel in general is something I'm passionate about, which is investing. And But, but I guess more broadly, um, as things evolve, you know, just general financial education, you know, I mean, there's so many folks out there that, I mean, in the course of just talking with people, friends, family, even some colleagues, right? Um, and some people no matter what their salary level, that doesn't necessarily correlate with their financial knowledge or sophistication. And so, you know, once I've got my, got my chops, you know, a few years doing this, you know, gave me the, uh, the, the courage to, number one, write a book, a self-published book uh, a couple of years ago. And that was really my first foray into doing a little bit of online stuff in terms of promoting it. And then just recently, yeah, man, made the commitment to try to do this YouTube channel thing and, and, and try to just put out some of the knowledge that I have gained over the years uh, investing. Um, and that runs from everything from, you know, real estate to uh, private lending, you know, lo- lots of different things we can get into. But that's what okay. we focus on. Yeah. Well, and, you know, a lot of times when people hear, oh, a doctor's giving financial advice, no wonder, you know, healthcare is so expensive, like you didn't put in your, you know, additional, you know, 10 plus years to get to where you're at. But I, I, I just want to clear the hate up real quick. If there are any haters out there, sometimes I hear them in the wind. Um at what point did you start investing and did you have student loans and how long did it take you to take those student loans out to where you say, okay, my student loans are done and now I'm investing like Dave Ramsey says to do, or Mm -hmm. did you do both and say, I'm going to invest 
and um, you know, clear out my student loans that most doctors have. Right. So yeah, so I finished residency back in 06 and had about $200,000 worth of student loan debt. So at the time, I would I would have rated myself as not particularly savvy about investing. And so, you know, I took all the extra money and and basically really plowed it into taking out the student loan debt whereas I really didn't know very much else to do with it really at the time. So, that made the most sense. In retrospect, would I may have done things a little differently? Yeah, maybe, but there there's there you, you can't underestimate you know, getting out from under a huge uh, debt burden like that is some psychological about it. You know what I mean? So definitely, definitely. Mm. And, and, and for any of those doctors who may be listening, our residents, just because the, the packs that we travel, you mm-hmm. know, those are the people who know us sometimes. Can you give just how you paid your student loan back? Um, I have a, if you pay $10,000 back every month, you won't be mad, right? And eventually it's going to end unless you went to Harvard and your spouse went to Harvard and now you have a million dollars in debt. But how did you go about that? Because that's a debate that people have. And some people say, no, don't pay it back that quick. And you should, Mm -hmm. you know, put it in this and put it in that. But what worked for you? Well, what worked for me was basically continuing to live like a resident even once I became an attending doctor and your salary jumps up tremendously. It, it, while it's, it's not nearly the jump as like a college athlete who goes in the first round of the NBA or NFL, it ain't that big of a jump, but, but it's, it's somewhat analogous where like your salary will go up a multiple of what you are making, but you don't have to have your lifestyle go up a multiple like that. So the first two years out of residency, I mean, I lived, I still, I lived in an apartment in a small town, Alabama, that was very modest, uh, just married, uh, kid on the way. And thank God I had a wife who wasn't trying to, you know, flex or anything. And we had to, so, so she was down with getting rid of that debt too. So that just yeah. underscores like, you know, uh, you know, having, having a partner that, that has the same vision, you know what I mean? And could deal with, you know, Hey, uh, you know, you Dr. Meadows here, but you, you know, you in this kind of small pad here, what's going on, you know? And I still have my, 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 my 95 Nissan Maxima still driving. That. <laughs> or, you know, so that's how I did it, man. Not, didn't let that lifestyle inflation creep in. Okay. So you kept it. And I don't know if you've read or if maybe this was before or after, but like the white coat investor talks yeah, yeah. just like that, you know, <laughs> do a, a small increase. I think he says at most 10% and mm-hmm. you can have so much more. And if, yeah, if you don't have to flex and I'm, I'm one of those and I'm, thank God I have a wife who doesn't have mm-hmm. nails done and doesn't, I mean, I don't like nails. I, you know, mm-hmm. You can do them at home, but so you just put it all towards the debt. And what did it take you? How long did it take you to? Um... Yeah, it it took it took it took actually about three and a half years, which mm-hmm. you know still that's that's pretty good. I mean, uh, but it was it was a lot of sacrifice. It was a lot of you know not indulging in certain you know material stuff and everything. But but again, psychologically, it's a big big deal. And it's funny you mentioned White Coat Investor. I know the the. I've had some contact with a gentleman who runs that site. I've uh, been on their podcast, written a couple blog posts for them. So, yeah, I know his philosophy. Yeah, live like a resident. Yeah. Okay. I, I've had him and my, my wife um, do an interview, and it, yes. some stuff happened with the audio or video, and she's yeah. going to write it. And I'm like, gosh. I mean, but his stuff is great, and I think mm-hmm. it's a great read for 
everybody to read. But you know, we you see so many doctors, uh, and I'm talking about fresh out, buy the big house, get yeah. the new furniture. Um, you get know, the whip, get, get the whip. <laughs> man, I mean, when, and, when that, you, and the house is the real killer. You know, if, if that that's the one that can really sink you. Um, you, you could probably splurge on a car and do okay, but you know, getting that big house—that's the thing, man, right there. Yes. And whenever I see a doctor coming out of the hospital, still with the scrubs, still with, you know, everything on and he coming in a Bentley and I'm like, that's meant to be, you're supposed to be in the backseat. That's when, you know, you, you, you get that car when you're in the backseat, you drive her with the hat, you know? And so, no, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. And, and so you, you, you are a, I don't want to say frugal, but you, you, you live frugal to get I live that, that way. Yes. Yeah. And now you are able to tell everyone else and, and you're focusing on you don't have to have the big salary. So if someone comes to you and they're subscribed to your channel, which all that information will be in the description box, people, what should be, you know, for someone maybe making thirty five thousand, forty thousand, what can they come to your channel and learn and how much should they be able to put down? Well, so again, so my, my focus is really on uh, investing. While I, I certainly, if anybody, you know, wants to hear more about debt reductions type, type strategies, I can certainly speak to that. But my, you know, my, my passion, though, is, is trying to inspire people to own some financial assets, right? And generally focusing on those ones that produce some cash flow. You know, I find that the investing thing, for some people, it can be a little bit of an abstraction to say, hey, you know, throw some money in the market and, you know, when you're in your 30s or 20s and, and you know, and, and come back at age 65 and, you know, and have a, have a big a lump sum. I, I think for some people, even for me, right, um, you know, I wanted to invest in some things that would produce some, some cash flow presently as almost like an engagement tool to keep me thinking about it, right? And to keep doing something with the money that was coming in and keep turning it back over kind of deal. I think something clicks, number one, when people own an asset and number two, get some passive income. Something clicks where like, it's like, oh, this is kind of cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so many of us, you know, the vast majority of us, you know, we, we work, you know, I'm a, I'm an employee as well, but you know, I, I'm trying to touch all those different qu cash flow quadrants. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I mean, definitely. And, and you know, what is probably the most difficult thing because I always would tell people in, in college and they found it to be like, like, how do you, how do you travel? I love to travel. So I don't uh -huh. need new clothes. Um, and, and that's how my whole household is. And when I do buy new clothes, I go to Africa where mm -hmm. I can spend $200, redo my whole wardrobe, which my clothes are art. If you see me, I have art. Everything's pretty much custom, um, whatever style it is. Mm -hmm. But when you get those extra two coins, people then say, then what do I invest in? Mm -hmm. And is it Forex? Is it real estate? Yeah. Is, you know, okay, I put, I've worked 12 years. I have a retirement. Um, Kellen, what can I do? And, you know, I heard this thing called an ROB and I say, no, you don't need that right now. You don't, <laughs> don't put it in an ROB because if you've only worked 12 years at a certain job, you probably don't want to bet it all on, mm -hmm. you know, a, a rolling over in another business. But mm -hmm you know, how do you know, or how did you know, like it's real estate and not something else like stocks or day trading? Well, 
Well, you know, I think my, my channel is unique in that the, the unifying theme is income production. And so I'm kind of, you know, asset uh, neutral in that, hey, I, I do some real estate. I, I do some direct ownership of real estate, which honestly, if I had to pick one asset that was like the best thing that I've invested in, I would say that. But I recognize there, there's a hurdle there. There's a financial hurdle in buying even one rental property if for a lot of people. But the thing I try to tell people is like, look, there's a low cost alternative. Do you know about real estate investment trusts? Do you know, you can buy a little fractional ownership of an income producing property, you know, on the stock market and get, and get uh, a rent check from it the same way I get a rent check from buying a whole rental. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, that's the kind of thing I'm trying to get people to, to know, like, there, you, you, can, you can get around these barriers to entries with small amounts of money. And the other thing that I do is uh, loan money to house flippers, right? Mm -hmm. And that's a, that usually takes a lot of money. But al alternatively, there's real estate crowdfunding where you can get into it for 500 or 100 bucks. Do you know about that kind of thing? So, you know, so my channel, if you got 50 or 100 grand or if you got uh, 50 or 100 bucks, you'll find something that you can invest in that will produce some income for you. That's, so let's go. Oh, I, I hear somebody and, and, uh -huh. and that person, it's a gentleman. I can just hear him in my uh -huh. ear. Well, okay, wait, I got 50 bucks. You know, I might <laughs> be working at wherever I have 50 bucks and you say I can have a piece of a property. Can you go to the basics and yes. not just and, and give an example if they had 50, not percentages. Cause what I've learned is mm -hmm. sometimes you lose people in percentages who are new to money and yeah. our audience, some are new, some mm -hmm. know, you know, way more than all of us, right? But yeah. can you say, I have 50 bucks. How do I get in that property? And what is that called? Or do I have to pay you to learn that? Like, give the game. Give the, well, yeah. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're in an age where information where, you know, it's all out there, right? It's just mm -hmm. a matter of, you know, who curates it well, who presents it well and everything. So, you know, so on my channel, um, I do the thing where I have the, the, the graphic in back of me. So it's, it's very visual. I'm showing you actual pictures from like, you know, my Robinhood account or my, or my rental property or, and I got, you know, there's plenty of numbers to go through and everything. So you'll see it, you know, so I'm, I'm big on things not being abstract. Right. Mm -hmm. So now I stopped short of recommending specific like securities or things of that nature, but I do show you like, Hey, this is, here's 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 this particular real estate investment trust it owns marriott and hilton hotels and stuff like that it costs 15 bucks a share you can buy that on Robinhood if you got 50 bucks you can buy three shares of that and earn like eight percent on your money as opposed to nothing in the bank you know what i mean so if people go to my channel they will see you know very concrete examples of that you know no fluff Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if they want to support the channel, you know, I buy my book. Great. But you know, I, at this point, you know, new YouTuber, uh, I just want to get, get the word out, you know, subscribe and, and interact with people. And I certainly answer questions as well. So mm. that's, that's, that's where I'm at in this right now. Okay. Cause, mm. cause you know, folks, and, and this is the, 
it, it, it's difficult sometimes in certain communities when you're trying to teach and you say you can make this on your money and then they say wow that sounds good right and I, there's been so many folks especially in the black community who said hey let's all pull our money together let's mm -hmm. start buying stuff and yeah. you might make you know you might say 25% and people say, yeah. oh, I'll be rich tomorrow or <laughs> in three months. And you're like, hold on, things have to mature. This yes. is not Grand Theft Auto where we're pulling yeah. people out of their car and, and whatnot. So it, it sounds like somebody who may not even know percentages of what that could be, that they could get it directly from you. And you could say, hey, you're going to put $15 in, you're going to get, you know, uh, $25. You make 25. Don't put your last 15. If that's your right. gas, <laughs> right. don't put that. Right. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, you know, I got to do a video about that because I, you know, and put it and state that explicitly, right? Like, you know, I'm talking about discretionary money after you've handled, I mean, let's, let's keep it real. You know, you got to have, you know, your insurance, you know, you know, have your emergency fund, you know, those kind of stuff. Investment dollars are, the things you have after that. And I even, and I tell people too, Hey, you know, max out your contribution to your 401k and get that match and everything. I'm mm -hmm. I, like, what I'm talking about is those, those truly extra dollars that, that to be quite honest with you, you might be tempted to, you know, consumer discretionary type stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, a pair of sneaks or, or a new outfit or whatever, you know, I'm trying to get people to take that money and do something productive with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. that that's a beautiful thing. Now with this new push and I mean, I don't know, you know, if, you have gotten the backlash of YouTube because sometimes you'll have, and you've been on certain shows where all yeah. the haters are, are there <laughs> um, and, and you've been making a great round. I, I see you, but have you, you know, Oh, well you're a doctor or even your colleague said, you know, what are you doing? Cause usually medicine is very conservative. Yes. And it's, it's been very difficult. That's why Dr. Oz and Sanjay Gupta, you know, run the thing sometimes before the doctor show because doctors would not talk and come on a platform. It was beneath them, a YouTube, uh, you know. So have you gotten that type of heat? Um, I would say, I would say no. You know, most of my colleagues, uh, I get the sense that, you know, they're, they're not terribly into like social media, even on a... Um, uh, even on the even on the even on the the social level, like they're, you know, in terms of Facebook, and I don't get the sense that they really, um, the, you know, take in a lot of content, educational, entertainment-wise, or any or anything like that from YouTube. I get the sense that I am a, a different in that regard. I have learned so much from YouTube. I have made some meaningful connections with people uh, through YouTube and done business with people. So for me. That, that's actually kind of part of the push too to like put some content out there and you know if the channel takes off great but you know I've, I've also I've benefited a tremendous amount so it's kind of one of these like pay it forward kind of things you know what I mean okay well, because yeah. in, in your field and and in, in different fields but in your specialty I mean folks are more you know probably concerned about telling you how they had tea on the green in Danbury and you know <laughs> And, and and saying, oh yeah, you know, my kids are, you know, they're they're going for the emergent school camp for yeah, you know, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. And you know, when the when the talk does t uh, turn to money, and this is this is my anecdotal experience in the doctor's lounge, you know, um, 
I've been here long enough where I was kind of coming on the tail end of the, the real estate crash in 08 and everything. And people like to tell you about like their big, their big beats that they took and their big triumphs, but they actually don't like to talk in my experience, kind of the more sort of mundane thing and like really try to share like real advice per se. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's kind of fantastic stories to the good or the bad kind of deal, yeah. you know? That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's been my experience in terms of my colleagues talking about money, you know? Yeah. Who wants to hear just the, you know, the average? It has right. to be, you know, this or that. And, 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 but that is a, a great thing. So do you see yourself coming up with like a course and that people, you know, and I know that you're connected with uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins and he's been on the show as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'm trying to, yeah. Uh, that, that's a, that's an evolution. It, it seems to me that that would be a good thing, a course if people want it, uh, or like like the private group coaching thing. You know, if, if, if I get enough feedback and I think I got a critical mass of people that want it, uh, I, I certainly will do it, you know, mm-hmm. because I envision myself as a teacher. And, you know, when it comes to YouTube, of course, you, you can you can get a lot of useful info, but you know, I think before people a lot of times will take action, they probably want that extra level of like hand-holding, that extra level of, of going deep on a subject and whatnot, and extra mentorship. I mean, that certainly was my case, you know, for me when it came to like rental properties. I had to get, I had to find a real in-life mentor, literally hold my hand uh, to do it. So I know that that, that, that can be a, um, a critical step for some people. So yeah, we'll see how that evolves though. Okay, I could I can see it. And and you know, my my personal, you know, we don't just like to get the game, we like to give it. It's difficult for someone in your position. Um, we have CNA to MD.com where we mm-hmm. mentored hundreds of people, but it's difficult if you say, Hey, this weekend I can make X amount of dollars. I don't want to throw it out there. So everyone's running to you saying, Hey, I need some money, but that you can make what some people make in a month, um, in a weekend and that they, you know, now want you to mentor them for $25 an hour. I get that push right. back all the time. People tell me, Hey, you're expensive. I said, I've paid my dues. Right. You know, I mean, you don't, Mayweather doesn't tell Al Heyman he's expensive because he keeps making the money over mm-hmm. and over. Mm-hmm. And you're not Mayweather. You're Mayweather's sparring partner that we'll never hear from. So maybe I don't want, I tell him, I don't want to box and do business with you if you're telling me I'm not worth what I think I'm worth. Sure. But, you know, so it's hard because, I mean, yeah. that, you know, you got other properties you want to buy. You got other things and money's not. Yeah the um purpose but it surely helps lift the purpose up well you're exactly right and so yeah i don't envision doing any kind of like one-on-one type of thing but yeah the course or the group kind of thing um or you know i think that could that could work in terms of and also you know again who knows how the monetization thing will work you know i'm in a blessed position where like you know if this channel doesn't really take off that way it doesn't really not going to affect me one way or another um so but i think also to make it kind of economical for anybody that wanted to do that kind of stuff to do it in a group setting anyway versus trying to do one-on-one you know so yeah yeah and 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 folks listening you really have to listen to somebody who does not qualify for like a roth ira some of y'all are like oh man ask us about the roth and he can show you that on his channel 
but he's at a place where he wouldn't qualify. And I think to me, that's like, sometimes people see you and they might just see you and say, oh, this brother right here. Um, okay, you gonna tell me something about money? So what is your Roth IRA? And, and right. I've, had to, I've had to check people and be like, hey, that brother don't qualify and you know, and yeah. it's you and I say, mind your business. Because, yeah. you know, I said, my stuff is in Bitcoin. I, I ain't got that. <laughs> now, it's interesting you mentioned about the Roth IRA. Um, my, one of my real estate mentors, they were like, you know, look, just, just, just go ahead and uh, uh, basically do the kind of backdoor thing to yeah. get to, to get the Roth and everything you you're gonna want that so I I do have the Roth although I didn't do it through the traditional uh channel um but yes uh I do have a Roth because there's there's nothing because uh, again a lot of my real estate folks man they 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 really want that Roth to be big you know they don't <laughs> want to worry about them taxes down the road so yeah <laughs> I mean, but not just now that, you know, you're doing, you're an entrepreneur and I don't know how many years have you been an entrepreneur? Uh, since 2013, right, I really got started. You yeah. know, it's not just about your Roth IRA, it's that you can pay your kids. Kids, and yes. Roth RA, and yeah. that's part of the, I'm like, please Trump, don't tweet the wrong thing and, and, and flip the whole, you know, cause he's, mm-hmm. he's changed some things for entrepreneurs where, you know, we're like, gosh, I mean, bring back a Democrat. I mean, I thought mm-hmm. Republicans were about money. I've had my, my own situations where I was just like, what? I can't do that anymore? And my CPA mm-hmm. telling me, and, it, and it's always we're learning, but the Roth is great. But the back door, that's the 501 class. That's not the 101 class. No, no, it's not the 101 <laughs> class. And then, you know, and then, and then the, the 1001 class is like, <laughs> You know, you, you you put the Roth with a self-directed uh, custodian and you do some custom deals with it and really juice it. You know what I mean? So yes. That's, um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Are, are you, and um, one of my CPA, Brock, mm-hmm. does not necessarily agree with Mark Collier. I don't know if you've seen his stuff, but Mark is always talking about, and, and, and Mark, we've talked about him coming on the show because he's always in Seattle, but he's always talking about, and you're, 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 you're Roth then buys your property and your LLC, then buy, you know, and he's always talking about mixing it up. And my wife is always like, do not deal with Mark Poyer. He's only a CPA so he can be your lawyer because he's both. Okay. <laughs> he always has these, you know, interesting ways. And right. you want to buy your boat, you buy it like this. And I tell everybody, I have my boating uh, license. Usually it's on me close by, but you don't want to buy a boat because you can do a boat share now, like you can mm-hmm. do where it's like owning yeah. a car in San Francisco or Boston. Why, if we're only going to stay in this, you know, <laughs> this area, yes. it's just easier to call Uber, call Uber Lux, rent a Turo. But these are ways I find people with means, especially young people who don't have kids, they're giving away their cars. Forget mm. a car, but they have three houses. I, actually, my brother-in-law is one of those. I'm telling his business, but uh-huh. you got, you know, that's what he does. He's like, I don't need a car, and it's saving him money. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's such a, a beautiful thing. And so, how deep are you going to go on your channel with, like, in, in the technical? Are you going to give the the ten oh one? Are you going to give them the, <laughs> you know? I, I, I do think that the the medium of YouTube, right, and 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 how people come to YouTube to consume information, I do think it puts kind of a natural cap on how deep you can really go in a video 
that, you know, you're just hoping one of your, you know, one of your subscribers watch or like a random person comes across the channel. Um, you know, I, I'm starting to figure out, you know, there needs to be a little bit of an entertainment kind of component to things. So I think that there, there is a, a, a limit to how deep you can go, but, you know, I'm encouraging people like when they sign up for like, when they get my ebook and sign up for my list. And if they ask a deeper question, um, I mean, for now, you know, I'm small. I can, I can, I can answer folks's folks deeper questions. You know, yeah. when it, if it starts to take off and I get too much of it, you know, we'll, we'll sort of see. That might be the point at which time, you know, the private, the private group kind of thing might make sense. You know what I mean for the the more hardcore folks. And and you know, and I know from when I was promoting my book, you know. You, 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 there will be some people with some means that reach out to you and want to do some stuff. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, how do you, how do you want to serve them? You know, so we'll, we'll see. But yeah, you know, you know, you can only go so deep on, on a, on a YouTube vid. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah this is the debate I have with people. And, you know, folks say, man, Kelly, you live and breathe this YouTube thing. Why don't you just take it really serious? And I really, you know, purpose over everything. I said, there's a time and a place. But what I want to talk about is the meat and potatoes, because for all the jobs that I had, the best jobs are the ones that service the people. And, mm -hmm. and I, I know I'm a servant, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and let me just be a servant at the, uh, you know, be the, the Lord's uh, door handler, because that's the, the most highest position that I will be able to get. And I'm no way perfect. Actually, I'm so far from perfect. I sometimes say, man, this is going to be one heck of a journey. But I love, and I was debating um, with some YouTubers saying we need deeper content. Yes, mm -hmm. we need to hear about the X, the Y, and the Z, but we need to hear what's going to help people go to the next level because mm -hmm. everybody, not everyone's making 25000 35000 but we, how do we groom the next generation mm -hmm. into the deep? And that's going to be a challenge because the deepest stuff, I mean, I, I have some medical you know, channels. And I'm like, wait, this thing is like growing. And they give, you know, that for med students, they're for med students. Mm -hmm. They break down things in graphics. And I said, well, all the med students are watching this. So there's riches and niches. And I think, you know, and I'm putting the pressure on you only because uh -huh. you're black, right? Only because you're black, because the black community needs somebody to go deep and let them know if you do have 100,000, 200,000, there are so many rappers. I started in music, doing mm -hmm. writing and then PR. When we would talk to people, they'd be like, who are you? I said, I'm an undergrad student. Who are you? I'm a graduate student. Like, how do you know certain things? How are you talking about South Africa? And if we took our money over there and put it in crypto, and it was just mm -hmm. crazy that to them that you would know these things because they never were exposed to it. So don't ever right. fall back and think you can't hit them with the, the straight nerd core, even if you got to put it in a rap. <laughs> you know, hit them with that because right. we need it bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that uh, I hope is I just keep, you know, putting content out there and, you know, I, I, I do believe uh, that, you know, you, you can't keep doing stuff like that and, 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 and trying to be a servant and, and, and helping folks and everything. Something, something will come of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, that, that's, that's the way I look at it. And, and I do, I do view it as, as a, as a service kind of thing, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting how in the in the Christian context, you know, we talk about ways to serve and everything. And I've I've sort of adopted 
maybe this channel is a way to serve. It's not specifically spiritual or anything like that, but it, it does help some people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's, it's my way of helping, uh, another way anyway, uh, outside of my main job, which I certainly do a lot of help in there too. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> yeah in, in a major way. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, and my mother, she passed of cancer. So what you guys do in mm-hmm. major way, right. because it's like, hold on, my mother didn't drink, she didn't smoke, she lived a healthy life, was always, she looked good to the day she passed. I'm like, how she looked so good? Because, you know, that's just, it, it's in the genes, mm-hmm. what not. But, you know, and, and cancer is a battle. It, it's um, yes, it's not biased. It's not racist. It's, yes. it's, it's none of that. But, I, but when I first saw you, I said, he has something because you have a gentle spirit and you can, even with a raunchy crowd, you know, <laughs> ignore that to get to what your purpose is here. And people are going to continue trying to throw you off, get you stressed out. I tell people, don't look at the comments. For what? Because if you believe the good, you'll believe the bad sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, you know, it's it's one of those things. You get to a certain level. But I love what you're doing and how you're presenting it. The reason why I subscribed, downloaded the ebook. You guys get the ebook. You never know what you will learn. Even if you, those folks who say, but I know it all. Okay, if you know it all, give us some money then. you know it all we need some money so we can learn what you know and you have enough to give because i surely just love the learning and so in the finances will you stick with the real estate and stock or and are there some other avenues you see yourself going in well you know i i do think that having tried a bunch of things and i and, and just to run it down i mean uh, you know, I did, I did all the different cr- types of crowdfunding, you know, mm-hmm. the personal loans, the real estate loans, the business loans, <laughs> you could crowdfund. I did all that. Um, you know, the house flipping, the, 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 the owning the rentals, you know, so I've tried uh, a bunch of stuff and, and, and honestly, the real estate stocks, like the, uh, the, the stock stuff is actually kind of a reintroduction for me for a little bit. I kind of came away pretty scathed from that 2008 crisis, like when the stock market went down pretty. So I was kind of, I kind of shied away from stocks for a while and I'm just kind of getting back into it, honestly, over the past year uh, in a, in a serious way. Like I always got my 401k and that kind of stuff, but in terms of like my discretionary money and like Mm -hmm. putting some real into the market. And um, so that's, so that's actually been kind of the newest thing for me and I'm picking out individual stocks, you know, after doing some research on them and things of that nature, which is not necessarily something I think people need to do, but I actually like, I actually like learning about the companies and, and trying to, you know, uh, uh, pick them myself, uh, but you got to pick a bunch to still stay diversified though, Yeah, you know, so definitely. Mm-hmm. Now, now what about, you know, you're talking about rental properties and I've heard to another interviews reason why I didn't bring it up, talk about how, you know, you, you, you've dabbled in different things and then you want it, you know, a bigger stake of the pie, a bigger share. And so you got rental property. Um, do you go deep and I can see videos on this. If you ever run out of content of how to deal with renters, cause that's not an easy thing. And when <laughs> right. you get, when you misjudged and got a crazy one, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, I did a um, I did a a, a a blog post over on Bigger Pockets, and for people that don't know, that's that's actually one of the biggest real estate sites uh, and podcasts uh, on the web. And my pop my 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 blog post was, you know, how time intensive is it to own 
uh, a rental portfolio or own several properties. And I basically posted a bunch of like emails I would get from my property manager over the, over the year. And with a good property manager, and I emphasize good, <laughs> you, you, you know, it's really, you make kind of executive decisions, right? Like they're shielding you from the renter, right? You, so nobody that lives in my properties knows anything about me or anything like that. But it's more like, hey, you know, this person, they've they, they gone beyond a certain amount of time. You know, do we want to push ahead with the eviction thing? They've been there for three years. You know, things have gotten a little shaky. What do you want us to do? You know, it's that kind of thing. And it's yeah. like, make a decision. Um, or this person's lease is up. You know, they gave us the proper, um, you know, uh, warning they were moving out. Hey, the rent's below market. You know, we could probably bump it up. Uh, another 50, 75 bucks. Do you want to do it? You know, so it's, it's, it's making executive decisions like that. And it's actually not too, too bad, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, you know, I have, you know, double digit rentals and, um, you know, it probably takes me maybe an hour, hour and a half a month, really, when it comes down to it in terms of like email interactions or occasional short phone call, that kind of deal to really manage things. And there are months where, you know, nothing happens. And that's beautiful too, right? Yeah. You know, so. Now, now, did you find your own property manager or are you using a, a bigger company? I, my original property manager was found on, on my own. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was actually, it was actually my mentor who was building her own portfolio. And because I was actually helping her finance, uh, buying some of her rentals, loaning her money, uh, she offered to basically uh, just just take mine on too. You know what I mean? So that's how that worked. We have since transitioned to one of the big property management companies, and they've they've done a a pretty good job. And property management quality is quite variable. Let's put it like that. So yeah. don't be surprised you got to switch around before you okay. find. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now I want to I want to go deeper in that because I can mm -hmm. just I can just hear someone say, okay, let's say I do have a rental property and I've been thinking about having one of the big boys handle it. But I, you know, when you have a rental property, I had a friend one time. He he said, man, I'm a lawyer, but all I really want to do is build cabinets and build my backyard <laughs> and all that. So he bought a firm, right? Uh -huh. Only to say, I'm gonna sell the office, be at home, um, sit at home and, and, and doodle and do all my, my stuff that I wanna do because I'm not gonna you know, live forever. But, and he's like, and I'm gonna let you know, my rental property. I'm like, how is that rental property doing over there? Cause it's a great neighborhood. He said, man, be honest with you, I'm probably making $200 a month. I said, mm. and he, he was doing it all himself. And I'm yeah. like, it's not worth, you know, no. it's just no. not worth it. So worth it. How, how, you know, money wise, where should someone be? Let's say they, they're, you know, they, they're, they're renting a place for whatever that amount is. Where should they be in their margin in your, yeah. in, in my opinion, and this is one of the things I, I touch on, uh, on my channel. It, it's certainly an emphasis in the ebook. Um, I, I, there's all kinds of, properties you can buy and all different price points you can buy. I specialize in what's called workforce housing, right? So I buy basically, you know, modestly priced rental properties that, 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 that suit, you know, small, that suit a family, basically, you know, a three bedroom, two bath house in the Southeast, a, 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 
a more inexpensive part of the country. Uh, you out there in Cali, so these numbers ain't going to work for you. Um, and you know, it, it, and so it may rent for like a thousand bucks, right? And yeah. if I get and if I get the kind of long term low interest debt on it, the debt service on that might be like four hundred. 450 or something like that a month, mm -hmm. uh, a little bit for the property manager. And so I, you know, I like to, I, basically I like to, I like to take home about half the rent, you know, as cash, okay. even That's with good. that on there. So, you know, so I'm like, yeah, I want to see like four or 500 bucks on a property as opposed to two. And, I, and that might not sound like a big difference, but if you start to have multiple properties that adds up, you know what I mean? And not just that, that if you don't spend the money, that government's coming to take it. So you have to mm -hmm. learn how mm -hmm. to start, you know, throwing, hey, help me, and IRS, <laughs> you can't get me on that one, you know? Well, well, one of the beauties about the rental property game, too, which makes it my favorite asset class, is you probably know, Kellen, there's some baked-in tax advantages, though, right? Mm -hmm. you, get, you get this thing called depreciation, which is like, hey, the government says, hey, your property's worth less every year so you get to you get to write off a certain portion of it even if the price goes up so it's one of these weird kind of like accounting things where like you know the property could actually be could actually be going up in value which some of mine have mm. but you still get to for tax purposes you get to say it's less valuable and you get to shave that off of your um off your taxes against yeah. your against your rental income and so you get tax less and so there there's not too many things uh, I, actually i'm not aware of anything else where you get to do that if, unless you have the the, the the direct ownership of of rental property and so yeah huge advantage and so i'm from cali Mm -hmm. live in seattle which is pretty much cali part two yeah where the average house last time i looked was eight hundred thousand. the yeah. average rent you know is um eighteen hundred that's a one bedroom people still yeah see and we're going back to the south we're yeah, yeah. this year <laughs> yeah those numbers yeah those numbers don't work you know i i as a, as a quick rule of thumb i say you know i want the one percent rule so like whatever the purchase price of the house is one percent of that is what I want to get as my rent on a monthly basis. So if you're talking at eight hundred thousand dollar house, and even if it rents for two or three thousand a month, which is which is kind of crazy, that's nowhere near. You know what I mean? So you can't you can't do that out there in Cali. You know what I mean? So uh, you, there's a lot of investors from the West Coast, from New York. I've talked to directly. They come to the Southeast, the Midwest, where the home prices are more modest and it can work. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to, you don't have to invest where you live. You don't. Yeah. And that's a, that's a, that's a big hurdle for some people to get over. Do you dabble in tax liens? I don't. I have studied tax liens. Um, I don't have a, and I've, I've watched some YouTube videos. I actually watched this one sister she was actually, she had her computer screen up. She was in Tallahassee somewhere. She was like on the county, uh, the county site and like doing the stuff online and showing you and everything. And I was like, man, that's kind of interesting. And I know how tax liens work, mm -hmm. but I think that's one of them kind of things where I'd have to get like a direct mentor to, to really get into it. So no, I, I, I haven't gotten into it directly, but I know how it works though. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and I just say that because people always, you know, oh, tax liens, tax liens, what you don't understand is you might get something you don't want and that, yes. you know, you can't rent and that, mm -hmm. you know, maybe wholesaling, you can get more mm -hmm. in your money. And, mm -hmm. and, 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 but people say, ta I say, no, depending on your state and your county, yep. tax yep. liens could be a beautiful thing in Florida. Actually, it's, you know, 18% you, you, you can get, and you can foreclose, I think in three to two to three years. 
Yeah, and that's the other thing too. That as I, as as you start to learn a little bit more about the tax lien thing, at least on the academic side of it, it's like you're right. It, it could be eighteen percent, but it often gets bid down by yeah. multiple people bidding on it. So it might get down to get bid down to something like ten or eleven, which is still good, but eighteen is a lot better. And like you said, you might have to actually continue to pay the subsequent other years of the taxes to keep your tax lien current and yeah. still had the opportunity to, to foreclose on the house. You don't know what the ultimate condition of the house is. And so, you know, it's one of those things where for me wanting to be a little more passive, you know, we, we would, my mentor and I, we would get distressed properties. Um, we had to buy them right. That was the key thing. If we bought them right, we knew we could put enough of the rehab budget in it to get it up to a nice rental standard and still be at the cost that we want it to be at. And, and if you do like the roof up front, the plumbing, the electrical, we did all that stuff in these houses. Mm -hmm. So like the, so like the first few years of ownership, you're not, you're not, you're not getting hit with any of these big things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that makes the ownership experience pretty smooth. And then also, with my property manager, we have this thing where like, if something costs 150 bucks or less or 200 bucks or less, they don't even call me about it. They just do it. And I just see it on the statement or whatever. So that eliminates a lot of calls. So for me, I mean, I got to be mindful of the fact that, you know, I'm an investor, you know, I'm not trying to really like, you know, uh, have so much hassle with these things, you know what I mean? So, but, it, but you're going to pay a little bit more up front to have that be tab that be smooth, but it's worth it for me, you know? And that's the game that people need because they're, you know, a diversified game. Everybody, we have everybody, whoever you are, you can come on. But when I look at YouTube and people who are consistent throughout the years, the only person who looks like you, who talks like this is Max Maxwell. And, mm -hmm. you know, he's a wholesaler. He's a real estate investor. He has mm -hmm. a perfect beard, whatnot, mm -hmm. um, you know, perfect, <laughs> perfect ha hair thing. And, and, and so, you know, there's very few of us and more of us need to talk about it in our own way. Because mm -hmm. I have a way, I, I wear these love locks for a reason, just uh -huh. to, you know, um, piss off a certain older generation in our uh -huh. community that says, uh -oh. you can't go to a business meeting like that and say, man, if you only knew. <laughs> you were reading if you only knew who, who might have had you know these same these same locks and i'm right do whatever but we yeah this this information is needed it's the books are needed in the libraries it's the only reason i opened up a publishing company is because someone told me nobody is writing books on uh -huh. people that look like you like this book is on base uh, nonfiction on my daughter's oh, yes. real life okay. travels. Uh -huh. and, and the CBC had told me nobody has a book that is especially nonfiction with, mm -hmm. uh, they said girls of color. Yeah. And, said, and, they, and then they told me you should start your own publishing company. And I said, Oh, okay. And mm -hmm. you, you find out the benefits of that. So I know you talked about your self-published book. Correct. On your next one, have your own publishing company. They're, after a certain amount of books, they allow you in these private little clubs, depending on your genre. Uh -huh. And it, it, it's a blessing all the way. Okay. All right. Yeah. we. I got to get the game, but I don't feel fair if I don't give it. So I just, I'm a walking billboard and... 
with that, and I know you're tired, so I I, I don't want to keep you up all night. Wife, be like, man, he could talk all night. Um, can you tell? We like to ask all of our guests, um, what does your community give back? I mean, you already kind of said what you're doing to give back because uh -huh. you don't even have to be doing this. Yeah. Is there anything outside of even this that is your community give back? Well, you know, you know, certainly active in my church, and um, you know. As, 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 as more of this side of me comes out, there are some other opportunities coming down the pipe. Like, for instance, this Saturday, uh, I got asked to speak at, this, uh, at, at this, this, this marriage convention on marriage and finances, right? And so I, I certainly have a perspective on that, uh, as I'm sure any, any, any married, <laughs> married man does. Uh, so I'm going to incorporate some of this thing into, you know, what, what I view is how partners should be on the same page. Uh, with things financially. So that, that's going to be, you know, a, a cool opportunity to do some public speaking and, 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 and uh, do that and do it in the live setting and everything. So, you know, I do that. Uh, I've mentored young men in the past on business and entrepreneurship, uh, arranged them to have essentially um, real world mentors, you know, a guy that owned a barbershop, uh, another guy that owned a used car dealership and, you know, get the, and had them have basically have summer, uh, internships with them and that kind of thing. So I've done a number, number of things and we'll continue. Cause I mean, this is, this is just something I'm just passionate about. And that is a purposeful life. Y'all I'm not going to say the church is the reason why he is full of joy, but I'm telling you, if you don't have any run to a good church, get yourself a good community. That church is two or three gathered in his name. Don't forget that. Cause some folks say it's me and my baby and my baby mama. Um, no, in his name, but this is, <laughs> I just have to throw it out there. Cause I see so and so many people that say, why go to church or don't pay the pastor and buy his Cadillac. And I'm really not worried about his Cadillac. I'm thinking about, you know, whatever I'm doing, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, our driving at the time, um, thinking about that new Tesla truck and saying, when will Elon Musk throw that out? So we uh -oh. can, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looks, like, looks like a cool ride and there's no ride like a Tesla, but, um, but, you know, until flying cars come, but, um, but no, I thank you for, for coming on, let the people know, and all that information will be in the description box where they can contact you. Cause I don't want them to go on platforms that you don't want an influx of people bothering you on. Oh, I see his name here on the medical review. Let me <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The number one thing I'd like folks to do is subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the invest doc, all one word. Um, and if you, any of the videos there have a link to my ebook and that will get you on my email list. And if you just respond to any of the emails that come to you in the sequence there, you know, that's, that's how I'd like to uh, interact with people primarily or in the comment section in the videos too, uh, for sure. That'd be my number one thing. Well, I think the invest doc is going for sainthood. He's going to answer your comments at this time. You guys <laughs> have gotten the game, whether you're listening on Apple, which we love the podcast because you guys listen so well on Apple in mm -hmm. our highest rating or on our, you know, newer YouTube channel. Please check out the invest doc, learn something, turn off VH1 MTV, turn <laughs> into the invest doc. And I'll plug one other thing there. If they'd like to get my, uh, my self-published book, Alternative Financial Medicine, that is available on Amazon. And uh, I'll send you the link for that too. But uh, 
remember that alternative financial medicine has gotten good reviews and I uh, appreciated the feedback on it. And thank you, Dr. O'Shea Duke Jackson Amen. for introducing <laughs> us to another great YouTuber. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. We're out. Be Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, Tyson, and AL. The number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit DiversifiedGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.